From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. It was a few nights before Christmas, and on this podcast. Cap said he stopped swearing. Mike and Ralph said that won't last. Welcome to another episode of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 207. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who probably needs no introduction, but I'm contractually obligated, so there's that. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Uh, No, I don't need an introduction. (laughs) Uh, But I do have some horribly described movie to give you guys. All right. How hard are we talking? Um... I kind of think it's easy. Uh, you said that last time. I didn't get it. Yeah, I can't help that now. Oh, come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Then some Brit said, a naked American stole my balloons. What a howler. A naked American stole my balloons. What a howler. Yep. I think I all right. I so you will hear all about that after the quick news. And something tells me I'm still going to get it wrong. <laughs> but our other illustrious host is the man who would probably cut my microphone if I didn't introduce him. RT squared, drop the tech. I definitely would cut your microphone. I know you would. So as, as you guys are well aware, I have many, many, many secret jobs that I don't really talk about much. I know well, all about your secret jobs. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, of course. So one of the jobs that I do is I, I travel to uh, different dimensions and uh, save the populations from uh, evil dictators uh, taking over. So uh, on the last one, right when I was about to hit that finishing blow and, and save the day and, and free everyone from tyranny, a thought popped into my head. The Flintstones have no reason to have a Christmas celebration. What? Exactly. You, oh, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> they have no reason to have to. They're before Christ. <laughs> so why would they have a Christmas celebration? <laughs> it makes no sense. It's mind boggling. Oh, oh, I wish. I, I so hope the Christians could chime in on this one, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> all right. All right. So on today's show, we'll be discussing um, a show that is into a second season. And they have a mix of thrills, mystery, and mysticism. But did they get closer to the source material this time around? So on this episode, we'll be reviewing the Netflix series Lock and Key Season 2. But first, MFG, quick news. There, quick intro. Now I should get a gift from Mike, but where's my shrimp puffs? Anyway, here he is, Mike, and it's quick news. And now, the quick news, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that quick news was brought to you by the artist formerly known as Snuffy. Oh, you didn't go for the full name. Okay, damn. If I can't say it, I'm not going to (laughs) try. All right, Mike, what you got for us today? A lump of coal. Uh, Damn, that's my gift? That's pretty much it. Uh, okay, hey, listen, I can use it to darken my hair. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why people knock a lump of coal. You can do a lot with that, man. Yeah, like throw it at people. Exactly. That's about all you can do. Or you could use it to heat your house. Yeah. A lump of coal? No. Yeah. 
You just want to, <laughs> you can, maybe in DR. You, you, can do, a long way. you can do the Jesus miracle. You know how like he took uh, one fish and a loaf of bread and he and he fed like millions? Yeah. You just figured that out with a lump of coal. Uh, I don't know if it works that way. I mean, I I thought you said the miracle of Jesus. I yeah. think say he got stoned, he died, and came back to life. But that's another story. Yeah, I don't think this is the uh, the coal of Hanukkah. Yo, what is up with us with, with Christianity and just dogging it? Anyway, Mike, what do you got? Uh, why don't you make like a tree and get your own TV series? Fans of Baby Groot are going to get what they deserve. No, not psychological help. <laughs> but Disney Plus has a new series called. I am Groot. What a shock. Mm -hmm. uh, the Sentient Tree streaming debut is expected in 2022 with James Gunn as executive producer. The image of Groot confirms that he's basically the same size as he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Therefore, the show will be um, occurring outside of current MCU continuity, more than likely. No official premiere date has been given, and it is unknown whether or not Ben Diesel will be the voice of Groot. Mm. I'm wondering, what's, what is more cute yet annoying? Groot? Or Grogu. I mean, Grogu Groot. doesn't talk. Groot, because it's not a show about Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, like yeah, people look at me because once Baby Groot hit, you know, hit the, the 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 movie, he's all over the you know like merchandise and all the stuff. And same thing with Grogu. Is even though Groot has his own show, is Groot more annoying than Grogu? Yes. <laughs> wow. One hundred percent. Like I said, Grogu has a point to be why he is. Groot was just marketing, like pure and simple, purely just marketing. Because they could have had, they could have been like, yeah, quick grow. He grows right back up to an adult. Nope. You know, nope, they didn't. Oh, man. You know, you know what I think, Cap? It's, it's just the, the baby part that Mike has the problem with. <laughs> oh, Michael babies. Yeah. <laughs> could be, but, could be. Yeah, well, I mean, also, let's let's also remember that it could be worse. It could have been a baby Groot, Grogu, Deadpool. That's annoying. You mean like baby Deadpool? <laughs> or just baby Deadpool. We'll go for that. <laughs> All right. What else you got there, Mike? Uh, high school never seems so out of this world. The CW's upcoming series, Naomi, will feature cosmic characters from DC's prolific pantheon, along with the expected teenage drama. According to showrunner Jill Blankenship, quote, we're telling these grounded high school stories in the midst of this epic cosmic struggle. We're going deep. I'm confident, I'm confident DC fans will be pleasantly surprised with our cosmic cameos. Over the season, Naomi's world expands in such a huge way, end quote. Now, no cosmic names have been dropped, so we'll have to wait a little longer to find out. Naomi premieres January 11th at 9 p.m. on The CW. I was wondering what connection the comic books Naomi had. I had no idea until you just said it right now. Um, is anybody excited for this? I mean, it looks interesting from the, from the ads I've seen. I mean, I know very little about Naomi, and I'm fine that way, just because it's, it'll keep it extra fresh, and I truly will see it on its merits, because I just know the general, very general, you know, background of the character, and that's it. I've never read one comic or seen her in a comic. All right. Ralphie Boy? Um, I would have to agree with uh, Grandmaster Mike there, you know. Uh, I haven't heard or even read anything of Naomi, so... I'll be going in with fresh eyes and be able to make a my own judgment on it. Hey, it could either be um, it could be either Arrow or it could be Legends. One of the two, you pick. So, <laughs> so great and greatness. Something like, like what, Mike? What else you got? Please, I'm not going to acknowledge 
Ralph's comment right there. Which which one am I talking about though? I, I know if I know Neither. you, I know which one. <laughs> Neither that great. Um, <laughs> all right. Last but not least, here's some news a former M22 guest will love. The world's fastest hedgehog will finally get it slower than molasses premium release. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog will be available on Blu-ray in February of 2022. In addition to its 65 episodes, the physical media release will feature stereo audio, the Sonic Christmas Blast special, commentary from artist and animator Milton Knight, commercials, and more. Uh, the lovable blue blur has done well for its creator, Sega, since it's uh, released in 1991, with the franchise earning more than $6 billion, with a B, across, across various games, TV shows, a quick movie, and uh, merchandise sales. So come this February, friends of Ivan, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, should bid him farewell, as he will probably won't be seen again until the sequel to the surprise hit film Sonic the Hedgehog is released on April 8th of 2022 with Knuckles the Echidna, played by Idris Elba. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, first off, um, I didn't even know that they were going to put this kind of compilation together on Blu-ray, but neither did they until they did, I guess. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's one of those things that I'm like, if you told me that they put the original Mortal Kombat on Blu-ray, I'd be like, nice. I wouldn't run to get it, though. Yeah, no. But so so it sounds like, you know, I mean, I guess also maybe it's also because it's a marketing thing because they have Sonic 2 coming out. They might say, OK, let's let's kind of like get as much yeah. Sonic stuff out there as we, as yeah, we can. Of course, you know, you tap that vein while it's still going. <laughs> we got drug references, Christian references. This is just a wacky show today. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, were you a big Sonic fan? I know. Mike, you didn't play the Genesis like that. Nah. Okay, Ralph, did you? Um, were you into Sonic like that? That just sounded horrible. Who? Me? This guy? Yeah. Yeah. This guy. This, right guy. Here? this guy. Yeah. I'll just say this. What do you want to say? Did he freeze? No, I'm I don't know. Oh God! <laughs> you can't do that when we're, when we're not live in front of each other. I thought you froze. Uh, no, I, I I love Sonic. It was great. I played it all the time when I had a Sega back in the day. All I'll say is this. As much as I love to see people try to conceptualize video games and make them into movies, they're really not that successful. The cartoon was a lot of fun, and the the, the last movie was okay. Let's see where it goes from there. So, you know. The greatest thing about Sonic is that there's been so many different iterations, you know, like so many different cartoons that there's at least something out there for someone, for anyone who's, who's looking for it. I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of iterations of a lot of different cartoons. Doesn't mean that any of them are good. <laughs> Damn, you guys are really drinking the haterade today, huh? I haven't, no. I haven't said a word, literally, except yeah, it's all me. It's all it's all me leading that brigade. I'm, Mike, I'll take it on that one. Your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said so, anything. So, so we know to buy that from Mike. The 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 the, the Sonic the Hedgehog Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog on Blu-ray for Mike. Yep, 65 episodes. I think they said it was only on for like three or four months and they made that many episodes. I'm like, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, unless they're like 15-minute episodes. That's what I'm wondering, the 15-minute episodes. I'm sure there's know. some place online where you can watch all of them. There's, that, there's some but not on Blu-ray. Right. <laughs> Once it comes uh -huh. out, you definitely will be able to watch the same quality. I'm sure. But, you know, afterwards. So wait, so that's all our quick news? That is all the quick news I all have. All right, so let's please go over this horribly described movie. Because I always get it wrong, but I just didn't get it right. All righty. Then some Brit said, a naked American man stole my balloons. What a howler. Werewolf in London? What do you say there, bro? 
an American werewolf in London. That would be the correct complete name. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. I get points. I mean, you get you know. zero points. Oh, come on. Listen, just like in the SAT, either you get the correct answer, 100%, or no answer at all. Okay, how many American Werewolf in London or, or that series, how many of there were, were there? How many movies were there? Two. Fuck. <laughs> one was in London, the other one was in Paris. Yeah. And it was a really bad movie. The Paris one? Oh my God. <laughs> it was such bad. It was all, like, it went from practical effects of the original to all CGI. And it was, oof. Oh, I've never whoa. seen, a, I've never seen a, a, a wolf float above the ground so well that it's supposed to be in contact with. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're saying, as a me, as a non horror guy, even I could watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I hold no memory of this movie. I'm sure it's not that bad as far as horror goes, but it's just bad. All right. Well, we got to get Joe to get on the stats to see how many Rob's got right, how many I got right. And Miss Tinkerbell, let's see how many you got right, because I know that she's hit me up a couple of times like, I didn't get that one. I don't understand. I go, it's not. And then, of course, I'm on the lecture. I'm like, you know, it's not all horror, right? Meanwhile, I, mean, I thought that like like months ago. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like all snooty. Like, you know, it's not all horror, right? <laughs> all right, all right. Now that we made made a fool of ourselves trying to guess, let's go to the nitty gritty of what we're here for. Speaking of horror or horror esque kind of um shows, um, let's talk about the Netflix series Lock and Key season two, and with a synopsis, is the guy who put us onto Lock and Key originally. And I'm wondering if he's following the new version of Lock and Key in comic books now. He is MFG, also known as Mike. Uh, yes, I'm back. Surprise. Alrighty, Lock and Key, season two. Uh, Lock and Key is a supernatural horror drama airing on the Netflix streaming service. The series is based on the IDW comic book series created by Joe Hill and Gabriel uh, Rodriguez from 2008 and 2010. Uh, the TV series was developed by Carlton Cuse, Meredith Averill, and Aaron Eli Coletti. Uh, like the comic, the live action show follows the Locke family that move to their father's ancestral home upon his death and begin to discover the magic and danger of Key House. Lock and Key has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 82% with an audience of 63 and a Metacritic score of they didn't bother to do it, but Stop. with an audience of 71 out of 100. I don't think I've ever seen a, an audience score higher on Metacritic than it was on Rotten Tomatoes. I was about to say that. That's a little <laughs> weird. Yeah. All right. Little synopsis here. Has your well been whispering sweet nothings to you? Did you open your closet door and walk out onto the streets of England? Was your home suddenly ravaged by a giant eight-legged menace? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are most likely in Matheson, Massachusetts. It's a quaint town with only 70% chance of being mauled by animated shadow creatures. The Lock kids are back, but this time with better writers. Unknowingly still menaced by Dodge, who was Lucas, who was a boy, who was a demon, who became a woman, who became a boy, and became Gabe. Kinsey, who is a girl without fear and not a demon, is a pawn in Dodge Games, uh, Gabe's various dangerous game. Uh, Dodge Gabe wants the Omega Key in order to free the demons of his dimension and enlist the help of Eden, who was a girl who is a demon. Now, Tyler and Bode are both boys who are not demons, who fight for their lives as various townspeople who were men and women, but are now demons, are hunting down the family in a battle that can only end in death, and probably a lot of it. And then there's the kid's mom. She's a woman who's not a demon, but she is a total mess. Poor thing. <laughs> Plot threads are finally hemmed up as good combats evil and the villains are put away under lock and key. 
<laughs> All right. It's starring Darby Stanchfield as Nina Locke, Connor Jessup as Tyler Locke, Amelia Jones as Kinsey Locke, Jackson Robert Scott as Bodie Locke, uh, Patrice, oh, actually, it's probably Petrus Jones as Scott Cavendish, uh, Laisla de Oliveira as Dodge, Griffin Gluck as Gabe, Halia Jones as Eden Hawkins, Aaron Ashmore as Duncan Locke. Sherry Som as Ellie Whedon, Brendan Hines as Josh Bennett, Kobe Bird as Rufus Whedon, and Kevin Durand as Frederick Gideon. All right, let's get into it. Lock and Key, season two. But before we really dive deep into this house of keys and all this stuff, let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I'm listening to that spoiler warning. It, it reminds it, it makes me think this is what Scott would sound like if he was older. But that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Stush. I got Stush key. <laughs> Okay, all right, let's talk about it. Lock and key. And, and one thing I'll start off with is I remember um, last season we reviewed it, and um, I think most of us pretty much agreed that the show was okay, but it definitely was softer. The writing wasn't as great, like mm-hmm. Mike mentioned in his in his synopsis. Um, and I and I guess not only, or at least my, I'm just guessing after I heard the other episode not only because of the source material, but just standing on its own, it wasn't written well and it was soft. It wasn't, it didn't have enough punch. Did this season feel more like the original series or even if it didn't feel like the original series, was it better than last season? Um, I don't personally feel that it feels that much like the books in many ways. And that's, I'm fine with that. I mean, it's got elements, obviously. Um, but I, I, you know, you never look for a good translation like that. It never happens. But I do think it's much more improved over season one. All right. All right. Wow. I, I I would have to agree with Mike. It is much better than the first season. the The plot seems to move a lot better, mm-hmm. um, and the characters do seem a little have to. They do have a little bit more development. Yeah. So so they seem a little bit richer. Yeah, I think so. I also think that they. At least, especially with Kinsey, I think with the others, they, you know, they grew the characters a little bit more here and there. Not saying that Kinsey didn't grow anymore, but also her character was just weird. Like it's like, and I think that they were just like, we got to fix this. So like, like the way they dealt with her fear, they were like, eh, just, just get that back. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Cause it also did nothing to the character one way or the other. Like in the book, you saw right. she had no fear and you saw what she was like with her fear here. She seemed very afraid of things, but she had no fear. So it made no sense. Right. Not, but by the time right. they gave back the fear, she was still the same character. And I'm like, yeah, you needed to just get that back so that she had to stop, quote unquote, pretending she didn't have fear, which she didn't. <laughs> you know? what, what was interesting is that, you know, I felt like a lot of this was the Kinsey show to a degree. Yeah. But, but, but I think that's also because being connected to Dodge, a.k.a. Gabe, because, right. you know, that that was his in as his or her in to go through Kinsey and to go through the family. So I guess that's a product of that. You're going to show right. that you have to show their relationship, which means that she gets more screen time. But yeah. um, to, to kind of to, 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 to um, give everybody the heads up on um, what happened. So we opened the show where we left off, which is they thought they got um, the, the kids thought they got rid of Dodge, a.k.a. Gabe. And 
he did a a a, a whoop de doo hoodwinked them, whatever. But had somebody else look like him or her get thrown into the, the 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 dark door, and he ends up getting somebody else who is also a demon, Eden, who was not in the book. And I and I don't want to do the I called it the Ralph. Remember that Ralph episode where Ralph was talking about um, Ready Player One, and if he said at least twenty times, but in the book. I feel like I'm going to do this now. I'm sorry. I'm warning you already. I feel like I'm going to do this now. In the book, there Dodge was it. I mean, there was other like you know um, demons that play, but he was the the main like you know um, enemy. Right. How did you guys feel about this addition of Eden with him through the series? I felt that uh, Aiden was only there for the 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 very end. Just so that they have a reason why, at the very the 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 character that they introduced at the very end, mm-hmm. that she was only there for that reason, because didn't really serve yeah. much of a purpose. Yeah, like she, like as much as again, I feel it was better writing and stuff like that. There is a lot in this story that you're like, wait, what's going on? Uh, you know, or 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 that hole where the villain is like, aha, I'm out to destroy you, and I could have destroyed you then. And that time there, and I didn't, and I could have destroyed you <laughs> these other 75 times, but I haven't. And then there's not really a clear reason why I haven't. But aha, you destroyed me. That's what it felt like a lot. Um, so that like, yeah, with Eden, it just felt like one more unnecessary uh, <laughs> cog to play. Yeah. Um, she. It also kind of gave me that feeling of like, well, she can be the mean girl, but she's mean for a reason. And we all like mean girls in shows. It just kind of felt like that. Although I will add, she did a good job of being, I won't say being that mean, but she was, she was effectively, I hated her. And not yeah. that she was a bad actress, but like she was, she did serve her, she did her job. annoying. She did her yeah. job. Yeah, I really hated her. <laughs> right. Um, what I was going to say was, I feel like, I mean, when I, when I started thinking about questions for today, and I thought about that question, I, my answer to it is, I think they try to use um, Eden or Edna or whatever as a way of um, kind of being able to get information out of Dodge in regards to um, right. motivation and thought right. process and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Where if he's by himself, it's, it's kind of like the problem you have with um, the Dark Knight Returns and you made it animated. A lot of that stuff is Batman thinking to himself in soliloquy and by himself, you know, doing, you know, so you can't do that on film. So I guess they had to have a device to be able to have Dodge reveal what he or she well, was to explain do. it to the audience. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I get it. I just felt like it was a little unnecessary, but you were right. She was annoying. Yeah. She annoying in, the, in that way of she's doing her job. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but how do we feel about Dodge this time around? I'm sorry. It was more Gabe. They got more run than Dodge. Actually. How do we feel about Gabe? You know, as a creepy. villain, creepy. <laughs> I mean, he 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 really just—it was just like it was that that just that he was just generally creepy himself because also we knew that he was evil, and it was just like, yeah, that's just never who you want your daughter to find <laughs> to hook up with at <laughs> any point. <laughs> you know, are you about to say that, Ralphie? Yeah. Was, the so, what's the name of the actor? Uh, the actor is Griffin Gluck. Yeah, he did a fantastic job. Yeah, he really playing, did. You know, Dodge because just like you mean Gabe. 
Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, do- I mean, you know, because you know, he yeah. played, he yeah, played yeah, Gabe. Yeah. He didn't play Dodge. Really. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, because just like the way that he can go from like doing something nefarious, like killing somebody. To then showing up and and just having that smile on his face like nothing's gone wrong, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Being so he, confident yeah. himself. Yeah, he's good at the whole like, no, I'm not up to anything. He's got that look. Some actors can't pull that off. He was able to do that. I I'm not up to anything. And then in the heartbeat, like I'm up to everything. Oh. Right. <laughs> he played it. He played really well. Of course, the whole thing of he was cool with everything as long as it was going his way. And then once the plan started to steer, whether it was Tyler doing something else or maybe Bodie, you know, said something. He's like, oh, yeah, what's going on? And still trying to be smooth and not blow his cover. I, I kind of like the way he played that. Yeah, well, he he evidently was he was really good with his plan A and his plan A.1. He just didn't ever seem to have a plan B. And I think that's that's where, that's where it's, he lost it. So he was like, wait, it's not even going slightly close to plan? Damn it! <laughs> so you saying he got flustered too quick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, not as in a, in a bad way, but like that was his problem, which was a good thing because you know, right? I guess I, for me, I always felt like Dodge was always like a couple steps ahead because Dodge has lived so long, right. you know. So I figured that Dodge would have that, but I mean, you know, um, either way, I, I, um, it made me not like the character, especially watching him around Kinsey. Um, but let me ask you, um. Did you feel like he really loved Kinsey or was it just a means to an end or like, what did you think? What did you guys think? Cause it was interesting how they, you know, it, it was interesting, but also it made me scratch my head because it was like, he could have done already half the things he wanted to do, but he held himself back because of Kinsey. Did he love her? Was it just like, you know, felt, how do you feel like Dodge felt about Kinsey? Really? Hmm. I think in some twisted way, he did have feelings for her somehow, but it might have been more like, you know, like, like possession kind of like you're mine, you know. So because you're mine, I want you and no one else okay. can have you. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I guess I agree with that. That's the same kind of feeling. But even that wasn't made clear. That was just one of those inky parts of the writing that I wasn't a fan of. Mm. It was just like, because you saw Eden. Eden was a demon. Eden had no care one way or the other for any plan that didn't fit her plan, which is how Dodge seemed to be when we were introduced to Dodge in season one. Right. So this whole, like, suddenly it's all about Kinsey thing just got weird. And to me, it, it just kept feeling like it was just delaying, uh, I shouldn't say delay, extending the plot. Ah, yeah. like it was like a little fluff. Yeah, well, because it was just always the you know, especially by the time we got down to when um, and just skip ahead just a little bit here, um, where Gabe now has the the monster key and can turn townspeople into monsters, but it's just like, oh yeah, but but Kinsey's off limits. Why? It, it just grab her from the house smack her around so she gives you what she wants i'd be like like i'm not seeing the problem here and that that became a problem for me because it's just like yeah you're doing that whole thing that i never like in any show comic doesn't matter what it is where it's just like i could stop you i could do this thing now but i'm not i'm just waiting for you to figure out a way to defeat me (laughs) if dodge was more arrogant that'd be okay because there's something about you know like um what was it 
on the with the pride comes the fall. I guess right. is the thing. Yeah. So I pride feel like, goes before the fall. Thank you, thank you. I didn't know the whole adage. Um, but like like a like a Doctor Doom, like a like a lot of villains that we love because they're arrogant. What gets them in trouble is the fact that they are arrogant and they'll kind of, you know, ignore something or say, oh yeah, that that that, that person's insignificant. You know, but you know, you're right. It's just kind of like, well, yeah, you know, we we're, we're gonna keep Kinsey here, and I, I want to keep her around. You know, but it, but also just wasn't Kinsey for me. I mean, it's just like the whole thing was, like, like you said, it's that whole like uh, that feeling of well, they're not a threat to me, but yet he was very clear they are a threat to him. In fact, he was very worried about him. And I'm like, you're telling me you can't even take down Bodhi? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's not hard to figure out where he is. He's at school. <laughs> just kill him. <laughs> like. Like th- that, you could just have your minion just accidentally slap him hard, you know? <laughs> Are you about to say that, Rob? So if, if you read the books and you watch this, you realize all of this, everything that they go through is Bodhi's fault. Yeah. What? It's all Bodhi's fault. Because he found the key? Well, because he let Dodge out of the well house. Oh, that's very true, too. But he, oh. but he is just a little kid. It's all his damn fault. Mike defending a kid? What the heck's going on? Am I in an alternate universe? It's just a little kid. <laughs> yeah. And also, this, like, I don't know if you remember the scene when he's in the classroom and the teacher takes away the cell phone and he stands up and he goes, give that back. All I saw right there was that kid waving his white privilege card like, bitch, you better give me that phone back. <laughs> true, true. I'm like, damn, they started him off young, huh? <laughs> going back to, to Dodge for and Gabe for a quick second, um, I'm going to do a Ralph again. You know, in the book, Dodge seemed a lot more menacing. Well, Dodge was extremely menacing in the book. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, there, was, there was no but, question. But also, but also the book was, it was just dread. It was dark. It was dark. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's not that like, you know, well, I mean, horrible things did happen all the time, but it, but it wasn't like like gory kind of horrible thing. It was just it was just you dreaded. You knew something was like like it wasn't a foot. Uh, she was about to fall. There was just a whole tree of shoes that just kept falling <laughs> one after the next, you know, with sharp laces that could hit you. <laughs> Speaking of horrible things happening to certain people, Tyler Locke. Let's talk about him for a second, because we talked about Kinsey, and, you know, and we know that. Like I said, it's predominantly Kinsey because of the relationship with Dodge. Tyler, how do we feel about Tyler's story and him with Jackie and that whole thing that went on? Was it as tragic as you thought it was going to be? Because for those who read the book, we knew what was going to happen to a degree. Yeah. They changed some of the things at the end. You know, we, we knew that they were going to end up not being together, but how did you feel about how they how they showed their relationship and how it turned? Dude, I... I, I knew what was going to happen and I wish it it, it wouldn't have happened because mm-hmm. oh my god that that boy has gone through so much pain yeah and I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy man that that is just heartbreaking what that guy goes through yeah. and and his only solace is the fact that once he turns 18 he won't have to remember the pain that he goes through right well, no, he'll remember the pain. He just won't remember why. Well, we're we're making assumptions here, but well, no, I mean, think about it. Like they they, they seem to remember the he, idea of things that happen. They just can't think of how they happen. Yeah, you know, he'll remember that he lost someone. Well, he'll he probably remember, remember that she died in yeah. her, his arms. He That's what I'm saying. He, but know? he won't remember most of the time that he spent with her. 
guess so. Because right, yeah, because all of a sudden it was magic, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's definitely heartbreak. Which also brings us. I mean, well, we'll get to that. But that question. But it's like you know, how are we going for season three? <laughs> right, you know? right. But it, but back to this. I guess in the meantime. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say this. I, I, I stayed away from reading the books over again only mm-hmm. because I kind of wanted to enjoy it for what it is. Right. I didn't want to go into, well, in the book, this happened. I said, well, let me enjoy it for what it is and, and see where it goes. And I had no recollection of Jackie becoming a demon. Yeah, I couldn't remember that clearly. I couldn't remember clearly what happened with her. And I didn't want to go back and reread as well for, okay, the, same, yeah. for the same reason. Um, but I do remember the Omega, the I'm sorry, the Alpha key being more effective than it was, I could have sworn. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was like instantaneously where they just start pouring out of them. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, it's not helping them at all. It's actually going to end up killing them. And I'm yeah. like, why the hell is that working like that? <laughs> you know? That was tough. That was, um, it wasn't tough to watch. It was just like you had hope. And, and that's the one place where it felt like the book. Yeah. Mike talks about dread. And I, and I just want to add to that. One of the things that, that makes the book good is the fact that the dread is from the anticipation of, is this going to work? Is something bad going to happen? Something bad is going to happen. I think something bad is going to happen. <laughs> this show, does it kind of felt a little bit more like that, but that moment yeah. felt like it. When, 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 um, when Jackie had turned and Tyler makes this key yeah. and, and he, it's time for him to use it, that feeling of, oh, what, what's going to happen now? I felt it there. Yeah, so when... When we see that scene, I for a moment I had hoped that the writers had changed the outcome of the Alpha Key, you know, because mm-hmm. we see her being able to take the key away. So you're thinking, well, I'm thinking like, wait, so then, you know, they 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 made it so that the 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 demons detach and they just like go away. Oh, that's awesome! But then once I see that little silver coming out of her eyes, I'm like, you fucking bastards wow. why <laughs> do make you curse with, to make why, you curse bro why do you play with my heartstrings this much <laughs> why <laughs> i love jackie why you gotta kill her how about how about the ultimate where it's like okay so i mean we don't know like what they could have done at the end or maybe they could have thought of something else later but it's always that okay so jackie died and then and then we're killing townspeople that are that have been turned into demons and then duncan goes hey stop and then everybody stops. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Because I created the key. I control it. You're like, so you could have just pretty much stopped all these people. From- <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 let's not get on Duncan too much. And let's talk oh, about that. Oh, that's not his fault. I mean, he would never have thought <laughs> yeah. about that either. I was to say, Duncan yeah. just got his memory about, well, about a week or two before things kind of went down. So, you know, I, I, I'll give Duncan a pass. <laughs> but how do we feel about Duncan's in... Um, he got a, a lot more run this this season. Mm-hmm. He got a lot more run. Actually, more run than the mom. Poor mom. That's uh, <laughs> because she's not interesting. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I mean, think about it. even in the book, she doesn't play a large part. Even in the book, she's just. I kinda, feel like she did. Yeah, I mean, she's just more pathetic in the book. Um, <laughs> That's true. That's true. She is really pathetic in the book. Like you're, you're like. I feel bad for you, and at the same time, there's a cliff. Use it. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things where, like, you really feel for her in the beginning of the book. Like, when she first finds the fixing cabinet. Oh, and, yeah. And you're just like, when she puts that, that that cup in there and it's fixed, and then she realizes that she breaks these positions in there and they're fixed. And they kept, and like, every time she walked from one room into the next, you would see Rendell's urn. 
and you're just they would draw the urn in this in the picture and you're like don't and then like eventually you see her look at the urn and you're like don't just don't put the urn in the cabinet wow. like like i mean and then nothing happens with it anyhow but but it was just it was the well nothing oh, nothing happened yeah right well, also things gonna happen you know but when when she thought Rendell, when she thought that that Tyler was Rendell for two seconds, that got, oh, got weird. weird. That, that got, got weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, uh, you, she's definitely. You're right. She's not as pathetic. But I felt like she. I, I thought that she had more run in the book than she does now. Like I feel like we we see her like, okay, mom, I'm going somewhere. Okay, mom, and then she, well, she's a horrible mother. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Beyond the alcoholism that she's trying to catch, I get that part. But like, it's like, so you have no idea where your children are. Mm-hmm. At what all, like like Bodie was evidently gone for most of a day in a in Montana, Nebraska, <laughs> or Nebraska, Nebraska. He's in Nebraska. I understand she doesn't know he's in Nebraska, but you also don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't show up until I like what dinner time. Yep, it's like right. you, you weren't concerned at all. She didn't go up <laughs> to his room once to check on him. Yeah, she was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I guess she probably figured, like, well, if he's hungry, he'll come down to make a sandwich or something. She was probably like, is Sam Lester still alive? I got three more kids. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, where were you guys? Because um, I don't remember Duncan having his memories so much in the book. And let me stop saying that. Duncan gets his memories back in the show. Um, and now you have this adult figure helping him out along with Aaron for a little while. And right. they introduced a guy named Aaron. Um, did that work, or would you prefer to just being the kids Scooby doing it? I don't mind Duncan getting his memory. Aaron was cool. I think I feel like they should have had her around at least until the next season. It just felt like she was like there and gone. Like she just served a purpose to fuck things over. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like trying to help, but no, you screwed up, and then you die. So, haha. Um, <laughs> that's what it kind of felt like, you know. Because you she, thought like she, she could provide it more background or something or yeah. whatever. She served for the purpose of giving uh, the story memories. Well, that and also to giving this the that and giving the story the reason why Dodge was able to make force Duncan to make the key because right. he had the the chain key when he mm-hmm. got when he stole it from from Aaron. Right. So, did they seem like they were making a big deal out of that key? By the way, the chain key. What it did. Yeah. Because I kept okay. thinking, I kept thinking, like you know, for the for the story that, like, when because remember it was always in the house, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe it was like I was waiting for these these chains to come out and surround the whole house as a protection. Yeah, I thought that would have been cool, actually. You know, no, no, that that would have been good. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but, good but instead, we got some like we got the the non BDSM version of like Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> um, and, and it was. It was interesting because I don't remember Duncan playing that mu- that much role in the book, but they, I mean, I feel like he fits pretty well in the in this, you know, um, mm-hmm. with, with this group. Like yeah. they don't give him too much, you know, and they made him kind of, you know, you felt for him because he was really frustrated with not being able to remember. He's getting these headaches and you know mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I, I really felt like they, they they used him well this time around, even though yeah. I can't remember him in the books like that, that much of a big role at all. I remember him, right. but I don't remember him that much of a big book. Um, I guess he doesn't talk to his fiance. I mean, uh, like, you know, <laughs> well, his fiance is in Tokyo, so we don't really see when they're talking because of the time zone difference. 
Right. Oh, look at Ralph with the with, with the with the logical answer. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn, that's effed up. <laughs> you get your memory back, but like, I, thought, I I wanted to get married, but I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> but I did, I did like because uh, I, you know, sometimes the the blinking out in and out of the of the not knowing what's going on thing is kind of cool. But uh, but I did like it with the giant spider. <laughs> oh yeah, but that giant spider was really cool. It, it was just a really cool episode. Um, I like seeing the, the the small world key in the house and stuff like that. That was fun. I was about um, to ask you guys about the keys. Mike's t- talked about it. Let's talk about it. How do we feel about the use the usage of the keys this time around? I think they were better. I think they were it was yes. a little bit more exciting with the keys this time around. Um, still, you know, like I, I mean, again, they were kids. They're, they're not 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 that we're all like Sherlock Holmes either, but it's not like, you know, they're not adults watching a show that they could see all the sides. I mean, they are supposed to be kids that are limited in their scope of plotting, scheming, uh, you know, and whatnot. Um, but there's just like, you know, times where you're just like, so why don't you just use that anywhere key and do things or get out of the town or, you know, I don't know what else to do or, you know, just like little things or, um, or you know, times that they're not believing something's going on. And someone has to do that whole like, oh, we got magic keys. Why is this so unbelievable? And they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> it just drives me crazy a bit. Yeah. You know what? I, so if I had that small world key in the dollhouse, right, I'd be freaking rich because I would take a lump of coal about like this size. A What's lump up of coal? Gold? Sorry, gold. <laughs> sorry. Lump oh, of gold. gold. <laughs> This side, I'm like, I'm like, where's he gonna go with this giant piece of coal? <laughs> I would, I would heat my house for a lifetime and I have to pay an energy bill. No, but if I, if I, a lump of coal about the size of my finger, of gold. Sorry, why well, keep saying gold? You keep saying. I don't, I, just... I don't know why. Drop that in there. Now you got this big chunk of gold that you can then break down into smaller pieces and sell that shit off. And oh you yeah. Just keep repeating it, dude. You, you'd be freaking rich. You never have to work a day in your life. Who needs invite, crypto? Invite Mr. T over, knock him over the head, throw all his change in the house. There you go. <laughs> Usually I would make fun of Mike's reference to Mr. T because that's 1980, but I'm, I can't think of anybody else who rocks that much gold Nobody. nowadays. So I'm like, you know what? That's kind of apropos. Maybe Flavor Flav? <laughs> Maybe, but Flavor yeah. Flav is not as famous as Mr. T. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but no, I, but I, I definitely agree with <laughs> Definitely agree with Ralph, but it was also just one of those things. It was just like, I mean, and again, like I say, suppose imagine he's a kid, but when he bro- when he lifted out the bed and broke it, and yeah. then got home and saw his broken bed, I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? Exactly. <laughs> right. It, it 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 the way they wrote um, the usage of all the all the keys just it, it it felt a lot more fluid, and I think also because maybe and, and I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe season one was did exactly what it was supposed to do. Maybe the writing was supposed to be not that great because it was primer. It was getting us ready for the second season. It was kind of setting us up. So this way, when you use certain devices, you don't have to explain, well, this is the anywhere key. You can go anywhere. Like, because we know of the um, of the keys and what they do and we're familiar for last season, it made this season move smoother. I don't know. Right. Well, before we also get towards the conclusion of the season and whatnot, I just want to, who was not like heartfelt happy when Bodhi went to visit Rufus? I oh, was just, yeah. it just warmed my heart so I was just like because I'm like Rufus has I mean you want to talk about someone who got jerked around yeah. I mean you know like his his well you know he's he dealt with the abuse of Lucas you know his mom that was basically checked out at that point and then lost altogether and you know like 
just one thing after the next, you know, I was just, it was just so good when he saw, I was like, ah, oh, that kid, you know? Yeah. I, I, I like the guy who plays Rufus. Uh, he mm. plays him really well. Um, I didn't, I keep forgetting he was that much older than Bodie. Yeah. Even in the book, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, in the book, yeah. well, I mean, they're, they're just trying to show you, I mean, his, you know, his development is not all there, you know, I mean, right. so, well, yeah, he, he, I think delayed, he was, right. yeah, cause I think he was in his early to mid teens, wasn't he? Or something Correct. like that. And yeah. I think he still is. So he's, he's, he's about what, eight years older than Bodie probably. But he's so know? tall. Yeah. He's like six foot. He looks like, I'm like, <laughs> why are they feeding these kids in Boston? <laughs> Beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's a whole different effect that we don't talk and about. racism. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My privilege. I, I, I wasn't. Privilege. I, I, I wasn't gonna say how 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 many how many tan and black kids I saw in that school, and I was like, "Man, this is Boston." I wasn't gonna go there, but you said it, so I'm gonna say it. <laughs> you figure also it's like, "Oh, well, there's Scott." Oh, but he's got an English accent, so never mind. <laughs> That's why he's allowed. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> he's okay by our standards. Um, but um, so so. Oh, um, Mike, before we, because you said before we get to the conclusion of, of the of the um, of the the season, you were you. Let's go back for a second. You wanted to talk about Jackie turning and the whole thing with Tyler. I think you wanted to, to address something. Do you remember what you wanted to address? Oh no, I was just saying that that during that whole thing, that I wasn't a fan on a whole of that like whole episode and a half, basically where it was the danger of the the demons he's had out for them. And, you know, it just felt pointless. Um, and also it got really, I, I, you know, I mean, I know that was also during the time that it was a disintegration between uh, Gabe and Eden, their, their relationship disintegrated. It just, everything felt forced. Like that whole mm. demon minions and Eden and Gabe, and it just, it all felt very forced to me. So I wasn't a big fan of like how they did that part of the arc. You know, it just, it just didn't work for me. Um, but by the time we got to Jackie, you know, like Sammy, like we were saying, I mean, you, you felt bad for Tyler at the end, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think what was going to happen. But at the same happen. time, it was almost like he was dating some Alzheimer's girl at this point. Like, <laughs> oh. you felt bad for her. When she flipped out in England, yes. I, it hurt. That hurt. When she's like, oh, wait, why are we? How did I, how did I get to England? <laughs> she started <laughs> flipping out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she would. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's not like she's just downtown and doesn't remember how she got there you could always just be like you nodded off in the car you know she's like what i forgot a whole plane ride <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh the one thing i forgot to mention is um before we get to before we get to the the, the conclusion did anybody feel that josh um um what's her name's dad was aka nina's like boo thing oh yeah yeah he was i mean he, he was, was weird. he was super unimportant. His he was only important for the ending of the show. He was he was important to explain how the cave was found in the first place because that's through his ancestors. Not saying that the locks weren't involved, but we're, instead of instead of like them finding a book going and this is how we found the cave, it was someone else to go like, oh, this was superstition. It's you know it's just reported as legend right. and blah blah blah. And then you you know the moment I saw Kevin Durant, whose name I never remember, whose face I always remember because he looks like a cross between like I don't know like uh, like Christopher Walken and. John I mean, and Gary Busey. I don't know what it is, but, he, <laughs> but I, every time I see him, I, I know his face. And the moment I saw him, I'm like, he he never, I mean, it's not that he's a big actor, but it's like, he's not going to come in here just to do a flashback. So I was like, oh, he's got to be involved in this some more. And then, you know, lo and behold, 
Um, but like, that seemed to be the purpose of Josh. It just seemed to be, you know, give the mom somebody to talk to, but then also he's just there to move the story along. Yeah. It would have it would have been cool if uh, they had used the uh, the grandfather clock like they did in the book mm-hmm. to go back in time and, and view right. the stuff. And they still might. They still might in season three because obviously they're going to have to deal with this guy, you know. So that that actually probably will happen, I would think. And that's a cool thing. Right. How do we feel about um, the way um, the, 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 the way they built to the climax going into episode 10? Because, you know, they, they have the building, you know, they, they're building, you know, I, I felt like that key between Tyler and Duncan took forever. I'm like, how long is this damn key? Yeah, that, that took a while. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I mean, it was it was a silly way to try and get Gabe um, <laughs> to the place with the whole doing the movie thing. But I just felt that that fight scene, which was kind of cool, but then kind of didn't make sense. Because I'm like, I get that that Ellie has shown that she's stronger than most people because she's a demon. So therefore, Gabe is obviously stronger. But like they can like lift cars and more with the Hercules key. Right. And, and Tyler was barely a, like Kinsey was doing more damage to Dodge or to Gabe yeah. than, than Tyler was. And he had the Hercules key on. And I'm like, I'm not understanding how that's working. So they, like that whole scene just got a little bit confusing. And again, it just felt like convenient. It just felt like, well, he gets away somehow, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so it just kind of had that, that weirdness about it. Uh, but then leading up to the the big house thing, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought the using the plant key, which also seems very confusing, but I, I I did like the destruction and and the the excitement of getting out of the house that seemed to take people forever to get out of that house. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, how did you feel about the climax? Um, so I kind of felt like it was almost rushed in a bit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, you you get to that climax within the first 20 minutes of the last episode. You right. know, it's, it's not, I know they, they try to build up to it in, in the previous episode, but it still felt kind of quick. Yeah. Also, um, I know that all the blast, blacksmiths in the world are, like, smacking their heads. Like, what are they doing? That is not real smithery. Like, come on. Oh, you mean making the keys? Yeah. Like Well, I didn't understand like how I mean I I mean I get the mold part, but it didn't seem like there's well, there's not a mold. That's the weird part. So I'm like, well, you don't have a mold. So it's almost like magic making the keys, which I, I'm sort of fine with, but to, to to be the cap in the book, you know, they <laughs> they they actually made keys, like just like you would normally make right. keys. Yeah. And you made it with intention, but like you just made a key. And I get that like they don't want to go like because I mean, of course, then the big question would be like, how did everybody know how to make keys? And I get that, <laughs> you know, but it still just seemed weird because it's like you didn't make a mold. You poured keys into a mold that you never made. Yep. And then they come out and also like they literally destroy the mold. I'm like, yeah. you didn't need to destroy the mold. It's just kind of crack apart. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? any, any real blacksmith would tell you that if you were to do that, you can very much damage the piece that you're working on. Right. Yeah, it was it was very confusing. Uh, I didn't know if they thought that that was cool or, or I don't know what they thought <laughs> when they decided how they were going to make it. It was very it was another thing that was just very confusing, and you just kind of had to say I'm accepting it. But like you know how when you try and uh, d- you know displace your disbelief, but it's just keep something keeps smacking you in the head, and you're like, no, no, I, I I'm trying to let you have it, but you keep showing it. 
Right. <laughs> you know. Right, 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 right. Um, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that you, you just can't ignore. You, just, yeah. you know, you, you try to ignore it, but you can't ignore it. Yeah. Um, I I I guess I I guess, I don't know. I, I felt like I enjoyed parts of the climax when they mm-hmm. got to, to, to the actual the the house and destruction, all that stuff. That was cool. Um I didn't really feel like, for example, what happened to Dodge? Like, you know, like like she put the key into into Dodge to be able right. to separate, you know, um, Lucas from from Dodge. Right. I don't, and maybe it's because of the series. Maybe because of the way it was done, it didn't feel final enough. I was like, Dodge is really gone. Is Dodge gone? I mean, technically, by their own answer that we've gotten so far, sure. <laughs> you know, because I mean, then you had because you had Lucas at the end, yep. right? Who was, who was still an echo. With keys in his hand and right. gave him, yeah, yeah, and gave him back. Lucas is like, I used to be a janitor. Here's my keys, and I'm like, which, <laughs> which you would have thought because he said that he saw everything that Dodge right. did, right? Right. And so between um, the time that the house fell to towards the end of the uh, the episode, right? They mm-hmm. say I think a week has gone by, give or take. I think the one week, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I forget now, but so, yeah, I some think amount so. of time has gone by. During that time, he doesn't say, "Oh, by the way, the wellhouse key is in the wall in Gabe's room. You should right. probably go get it." Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I guess, or maybe he just thought, oh, "I don't know." But I mean, you're right. I mean, yes, you you would think he would have mentioned, it, but at the same time, you know, he's probably happy that he's just not being subjugated anymore. Because that's I mean, one of those weird things that, like, they didn't make overly clear like the way it works because like an echo is you're calling back the spirit of somebody something that's died so it's coming back out of the well it can't leave the well house through the door of the well house otherwise it dissipates that's why it needs the anywhere key so that it can go anywhere so it can yeah. get out of the just to get out of there right um, so because now technically lucas unless he goes through the well house door and he, back out of it again he won't be able he, to die he won't be able to die exactly he will be he'll remain his young self immortal yeah. and that's got to be kind of like he's probably also Forever. missing something you know yeah um so like that's parts like they didn't really explain i think even from the first season they never explained how that all happened and the fact that because when lucas shows up you're almost like what and it's like oh well he was being subjugated by dodge that whole time because dodge had already corrupted lucas and then held on so that lucas couldn't particularly go past the afterlife it couldn't go into the afterlife so there's there was a lot to happen there but the fact that also like it's like so what's lucas up to you just you know did you bring him back to the well house does he want to go you know. a security card you know stuff like that very important stuff <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're gonna you know, get a um, job you know <laughs> right but now so now eden goes and gets the echo key takes it back to the well and is like frederick captain frederick getting get your 17th century or 18th century ass up here, you know, and we get Kevin Durant again as this evil Colonel Sanders. How do we feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I saw him throwing her down the well, but I... that still just gives us more questions because she's gone through like a literal explosion and was fine. So her getting thrown down that well doesn't seem like it would kill her. Right. And you would think that, you know, again, with her strength and like and seeming not to be injured that easily, she'd be able to climb out of that. Like even if she right. had to like like keep hitting her hand into that wall until to make footholds, you would think she'd be able to climb out. 
Yep. But we'll have to find out. Yeah, I, I knew something was was up. I mean, the minute when she was saying, "Well, you know, you have to listen to me in this world," I was like, "Oh, she's done. She's done." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Frederick Gideon did the the eighteen or seventeen hundreds version of "Bitch, please" by throwing her down the well. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just want to see where they're gonna go with the third season because, I mean, he's been dead for over two hundred years. Shit mm-hmm. has changed a lot. So what's going to be his ultimate goal, you know? Well, first of all, he has to learn about manscaping. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? I mean, I guess he's going to get his jollies off. He's got to look right. <laughs> but also, like, the anywhere. I mean, I mean, I guess. Well, the thing is, too, it's. I, I think it's the same deal as that. We're, I w- would imagine that we're pretty sure that it's not just Frederick Gideon. I'm sure there's a demon attached to Frederick Gideon. So we don't know what they know, share, or whatever about our world. Because just the simple fact that, like, you know, Dodge was a demon that attached itself to Lucas. Uh, so, you know, well, I guess we'll have to find out, like, how that all works. But yes, I, I do have the same. I thought the same thing, too. Like, when he did the Anywhere Key, and I'm like, well, first of all, where are you going well, that you know where you're going? Like, there's got to be no, a door there. So it was Aiden that opened the door first. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. I forgot about that. Right. He just took the key with him. Right. That's right. I forgot. That's another thing, too. Like, did you ever notice? Like, and again, we know it's just continuity errors that are in there. But there were times, like, like even when, um, when uh, Bodhi, when he goes to see Rufus, he doesn't reach back for that key. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, but then he had the key. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, let that slide. <laughs> or, or the fact that he lets Gabe walk out with the ghost key. Like, yeah. oh, hey, dude, you got the ghost key? Yeah, sure, here you go. You know, like, what's what's up with that? Like, <laughs> you see him walking away. Oh, did you leave the ghost key over there? Oh, no, no, thank you. Give me the ghost key. Like, and like I said before, like, this, this, you know, it still has its problem. I still enjoyed it, though, but it does have its problems. But, again, I felt a much better improvement over season one. I I, I, I agree with you. Um, People were saying that, and, and I was trying to not, feed into that review and just kind of like see it on my own but i definitely felt like it was written better it felt it felt a lot more tone wise better um it wasn't creepy like i wanted which is right. weird to hear me say because you know well, i wonder hard. if it's going to be darker for the third season i mean it just feels like and some things do that especially when it involved kids it's like you go through it's just it could look at the i mean even though it doesn't involve kids look at the pirates of the caribbean before the fourth one because that's just shit um yeah. <laughs> It starts out very lighthearted. It's very, it's fun, 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 lighthearted, lighthearted. The middle one, it's, it's so you're like, it's like a kid. And the middle one is kind of like my early adult years. You're like, oh, there's some responsibility, but you know, we're still having a good time. We can still go out to the club, you know, we got a kid at home, but you know, we're not tied down yet. <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that kind of a feel. But then the last one's like, shit got real. <laughs> so, yeah. So we got a mortgage and you both just lost your jobs. <laughs> you know, like, like it just, it's that. And I, that's why I'm wondering if they're going to do the same kind of feel. Like, whereas the first one, like we said, wasn't all there. Second one's grittier, but has action. But I do mm. wonder now, especially with this kind of a guy, like, will this be a much darker turn? Also, like, you've got things that are happening. Tyler's turning 18 soon. Right. Like, so are they going to, are they going to give him back his memory? I mean, obviously they better, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, so there's going to be a that of what he's lost. You know, there's just going to be all these things. Will the mom be interesting? We don't know. Give her. Booze. Will the mom be interesting? Give her booze. She, it was her whole personality. Oh, she's wow. going to be able to remember now. Um. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Bodie's going to take it on himself to say, "Okay, I want you to remember." Yeah. 
Well, this is, I mean, season three is going to be interesting where they take it. So, yeah. I mean, um, anything else before we go into um, changing the name and reviews? I don't have anything. Really. All right. So let's go for it. Um, changing the name, renaming the series. Ralph. Um, I'm going to call it Lock, Stock, and Many Keys. Oh. <laughs> Lock, Stock, and Many Keys? N- not two smoking keys? No, not two uh. smoking keys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm going to actually um, rename the series, but I'm going to go from Scott's point of view. This mm-hmm. is white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be thinking that. Like, like, I know where I grew up from in England. None of this. They're, they're not a ghost, not a, not a key, none of this. Oh, England still believes in ghosts. Don't even hand me that. They're, they're, <laughs> they, they still believe in their ghosts. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, All yeah. right. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I rename it Lock and Key. All's well that ends well. Aww. Yeah. Well, well. well, it was either that or well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes are coming. The dad there jokes are coming. All right. So let's do it, gentlemen. Ratings for Lock and Key Season 2. Ralph? I give Lock and Key Season 2 eight uh, whispering irons out of ten. Okay, all right. I'm going to give it seven and a half. Oh, this key helped my lady love come back to life. Oh, no, she's dead. Out of ten. <laughs> Too soon, Mike. Cap. Too soon. <laughs> I give it eight. Ivory round, Eden getting thrown down the wheel well four times with a smile out of ten. I was just like, throw her down again. Go, climb down and get her. <laughs> Damn. I, I, mean, I really hated her, but I mean, I love that I hated her. I was going to use that one too, but but at the same time, I'm also like I'm. I mean, even though like you said, she's probably not dead, but I'm like I'm kind of done with her now as well. I'm like like to me, you've cleared house. Give me a whole new everything. I don't want to see yeah. anything. I, I, I wish I, that. I could interview that actress just to ask her how much fun it was for her to play that character. <laughs> hey, we, we might have, we might have a chance if we don't insult her. That's true. That's I have no insult. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Lock and key season two. Let's see what season three unlocks. Yes. No, no, not even. But guys, girls, don't go anywhere. Two minute review. That's next. So you want them to keep listening? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a quick two minute review. This time brought to you by RT Squared, Ralph the Tech. In today's two-minute review, I will be talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Now, many people have said that it is a great movie. Many people have said that it's a bad movie. Many people have said, eh, I'll watch it. But here's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a type of movie that you would enjoy if you like any kind of psychedelic or, you know, hallucinogenic drug. It's a good you know, kind of like buddy cop kind of movie where if you don't really care about what the story goes to or if there's any real resolution, then you'll definitely enjoy this movie. But if you want a story with substance and and some sort of resolution at the end where something matters, this is not the movie for you. I I will say it does have some enjoyable parts, you know. Um, You can barely notice that Tom Hardy does the voice for Venom. 
you know, it's, it's very distorted. Um, and there is a sort of like weird, like love hate relationship that they have through throughout the whole movie. There is a point. It's not really much of a spoiler, but I mean, it's sure it's a spoiler. But there is a point in which the Venom leaves uh, Eddie because they're having a, a basically a lovers spat, and he goes and he hops around and goes clubbing and shit, and then eventually he goes back to to Eddie via his ex girlfriend, and it's it's one of the weirdest scenes you see it because he has to apologize and he's kind of like apologizing to her and to to Venom at the same time. Um, the only real saving grace I would say would be Woody Harrelson because he just does a fabulous job and, and Woody's just going to be Woody, you know, he's just a, a great guy, but even that carnage, it's, it's, uh, it's really weird. Um, overall rating, I would give, uh, Venom, let there be carnage a negative one out of a hundred. It, it's just so good. And this has been a two-minute review brought to you by Ralph the Tech. Geeks on the go. More locks and keys. Ooh. Oh, he, he he got that all in real quick. He's like, oh, lots more locks and keys. I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it right. It's like Ralph saying snuffle up against. He can never say it. <laughs> real snuffy. I, 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 I bet you, before I get to the whole intro of, of Geeks on the Go, I bet you Ralph finds different names for Snuffy so he doesn't have to say Snuffle up against oh, it's, like me, me, it's like me it's like me with Mjolnir 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 yeah it's called Gus 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 <laughs> <laughs> alright everybody you know the segment I give quick questions they give quick answers on all things geek and we make it under a minute when we want to but um, between my long questions and Ralph's haterade we never make it recently I never look how gentle he said what like like, like what you heard <laughs> what it's me it's never. the only time I don't bust Mike's chops because I get to bust your chops. Well, if you only knew, Cap, if you only knew, if I only knew what the truth. Oh boy, you can't handle the truth. Exactly. Oh, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. I'm and, sorry. And if I'm Ralph sorry. ever and if Ralph ever admits the truth, suddenly a gunshot will ring out and he won't be around. <laughs> If you wow. knew, Cap. That was very Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Whoa. Nope. nope. Try again. Okay. We'll be, okay, let's start again. Time out. Let's start that timer again. We're not doing that. <sighs> the yeah. worst tech ever. Where we get this guy from? Ah, dude. <laughs> Basically being at the bargain mark. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know when you came to hate this segment. Mike used to hate it. And I get it. But you hate it now. I don't get it. I I've never hated this thing. What are you talking about? He was the guy. We, the tech we got. He was in the bargain basement bin right next to that one dollar copy of Tomcats. <laughs> oh, those were good times. <laughs> on for in four K. Oh yeah. <laughs> no 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 no. I'm just if waiting for eight K to come out. <laughs> no no no. You buy Tomcats. It's not a dollar. It's negative one. They, they give you a dollar for taking it off their hands. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You you got store credit now. <laughs> How you think I'm a millionaire? <laughs> oh, a million <laughs> copies. Okay, Tomcats and ET. Ready, set, go. Will the overall box office numbers for Spider-Man No Way Home be like Avatar and Titanic or just a few weeks of tickets before it disappears? Mike. I just say it'll be an impressive month for COVID numbers and then ride high for a month. All right, Ralph. I'd say 
it's kind of too hard to tell depending on how these uh, COVID numbers uh, either go up or down. Because oh, people are still wary of going to the movie theaters. You ain't lying. If you were able to create a key for yourself, just like in Lock and Key, what would be the youthfulness of your key, Ralph? I would create the, get ready for this, the God key. I'll just have every fucking power in the world. Work All reality right. to my mind. You know All right, right, Mike. I'll call it the Franklin Richards. I give it the ATM key. It accesses and moves funds from any account holder I want to my account. Oh, that's even a good one. Okay. Yeah. And if you were getting a gift, like a Christmas gift from the MCU or DC Cinematic Universe, um, what would you want these gifts to be? Ralph? I mean, you already know. What was that? That was Time's the up, it. unfortunately. Yes, but you you already know. You know already know what's going to be. It's going to be DC. And guess Squirrel what it's going to be? No, no, no. Oh, no, he's a Marvel. Okay, DC. Guess. Plastic Man. There you go. There you go. Okay, and, and, and MCU would be Squirrel Girl. Of course. Which, by the way, I can't believe that they canceled that 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 um that pilot with the girl from AT and T doing the lead. Yeah, it was, it was a very sad day when I heard. That. I like I like her in AT and T commercials. She's kind of cute. Just saying, <laughs> Mike. Uh, my gifts uh, from the MCU: private screenings of MCU uh, MCU movies, and from DC: private screening of MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize for all those people in DC who want to give us a chance, but don't because Mike said that right now. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it's funny. I, um, for for DC, I just want the Flash movie to done, be done within this year. It's not, but you know, well, the this year, over, my friend, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. 2022 coming. But up. isn't it coming out in 2022? I, I just feel like it's gonna get delayed again. I just, oh. I just have the itch. You know, I just feel like it's gonna get delayed again. If it gets delayed again, they should just stop. Let me make a call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and MCU, not for nothing. I just feel like they're 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 not hitting home runs with everything, but they're making solid contact. To use a baseball I, reference, I'm perfectly fine with everything that's come out with the DCU. So I mean, the MCU so MC- far. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I can't wait for us to start talking about Hawkeye. Oh, that's gonna be great. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't I, wait. Well, the the last, but as of the recording of this, it's only uh in Five two more days. Two more days. Uh, the last episode will be on. So I'm. Oh, that's right. That. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, looking forward to that. So, shout oh. outs. Let's let's go, gentlemen. What shout outs do we have for 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 the holiday season when this should be coming out more or less? Shout out to Santa. You have missed me almost every year of my life. Could you at least shower some Christmas joy down my non-chimney that I <laughs> that I have here? Watch, watch my get a, th- a PS5 get thrown through his damn window. Watch. <laughs> and, so and, and it's broken when it hits the ground. <laughs> no, see, I I, uh, I pay Santa to purposely miss both your places. <laughs> damn, but Santa must be wealthy because he's been doing a great job of it. <laughs> but uh, generally, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays for those that I would have offended with the words Merry Christmas. Uh, I, you know, just enjoy yourselves. I guess our next podcast, God knows when you'll hear this one, but the next one will be after the new year. Um, so hopefully you're having a safe new year as well. Uh, stay as safe as possible. I, I know we're still not ready to go out as much as we want to. Don't. Just be safe, please, 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 and vaccinate. Straight up, sure. I have a bunch of people I need to put onto this podcast just for that message. <laughs> Ralphie boy, uh, what else is there enough to be said? He said it all. Okay, I'll just add. You know, just throw names out there. You know, um, 
Merry Christmas and happy holidays to um, all of our listeners, all the people that, that give us love, all the people that, that are showing us love just by listening, all the people that send us um, emails and texts and-, and um, Underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, you're not getting those? I'm not. Oh. I'm not. <laughs> Shout <laughs> those, out to everybody that works with us. get forwarded to your P.O. box. <laughs> oh my goodness wow. yeah underwear box wow we're really making we're making the rounds now um i mean shout out to tinkerbell to south carolina to johannes to johannes! The people that are listening to um to jess to i mean Ooh. i mean i mean and, and and once again shout out to jess she's starting from the beginning of the podcast on purpose she wants to do it i don't know what's up with that but hey props to her yeah insanity rules <laughs> But and, and Jazzy, Mr. And Jazzy Jazz. Jazz. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, and um JP who says, When am I gonna be on the show? You're gonna talk about Transformers? No, we're not talking about Transformers. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Joe the intern, shout out to Tom, shout out to Mr. Cooper, <laughs> shout out to everybody who, who's been on the show, shout out to Troy, shout out to Steve, my brother. Um I guess I mean shout out to everybody that we love and care about and hopefully shout out to my family members that never listen to this show. Woo! And they listen to this one, I go, he he mentioned us. Shout out to Bosch, <laughs> who, when we did episode 200, he goes, you shouted me out. And I was like, I did? <laughs> shout out to the voices in my head. I never feel alone when I have you with me. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I was going to say shout out to your right hand. It's always there when you need it, but okay. No, nah, I'm ambidextrous. Wow. On that note, I think we'll be closing out the show. <laughs> so for Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square, Rob the Tech, this is the Cap saying keep it geeky. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. See you next time. Bye.